developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2102. Today, a Sunday conversation with Dan Zare, perhaps better known as Dan Z from Coffee with Kenobi. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So this is part of an ongoing series that I like to call Star Wars Pop or Podcasters on Podcasting and for this installment I am joined by the awesome Dan Zare. Dan is possibly better known as Dan Z to Star Wars podcast fans and here's a little bit about him as the host, co-creator, brand director, and senior writer for Coffee with Kenobi. He co-created the award-winning podcast with his friend and designer Corey Club in 2013. He's also a prominent influencer in Star Wars fandom and is a prolific high school educator who teaches literature and composition and has a master's degree in teaching and learning. His work combining Star Wars and education garnered him a role in the Target Rogue One Star Wars commercial as well as feature profiles in the Chicago Tribune, Illinois State University's Statewide Standard, and the Peoria Journal Star. He's also been interviewed in Good Morning America, The HuffPost, Forbes, and Bloomberg. As a featured educator and Star Wars personality, Dan Z is also a recognized keynote speaker, host, and presenter. He was a consultant for Ian Desher's William Shakespeare's Star Wars books and wrote an article for Celebration Orlando's commemorative program. He's appeared on numerous panels at Star Wars Celebration and travels the world covering Star Wars products and events. Dan Z resides in Illinois with his wife and three boys. And on a personal note, this was awesome for me. I interviewed Dan once previously at Celebration Chicago. He joined me for the One Question interview series. But, you know, I listened to Coffee with Kenobi, you know, all the way back in the days when I was planning to launch Star Wars 7x7. And it was one of the ones that I thought, you know, this is a podcast that really does it well and that, you know, I looked up to and, you know, I don't want to use the word emulate exactly because, you know, I wanted to do you know my own thing, but it was certainly one where I thought, okay, this is a podcast to watch, pay attention to, and, you know, really respect. So with that said, I'm going to dive into the conversation here with Dan in just a moment. It just remains for me to say before we jump in that I'm so glad you've joined me for this episode as always, and I hope the curve is flattening for you wherever in the world you may be. And now, without further ado, my conversation with Dan Z from Coffee with Kenobi. Dan Zare, thank you so much for joining me on Star Wars 7x7. How are you today? Hey, thanks, man. I am doing fantastic and very, very glad to be back on the show. And yes, that's right, because we talked in April at Star Wars Celebration. And yeah, this is now our more uh, extended formal conversation, if you will. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm I am glad. I, I I love what you do. I admire your dedication and and con consistent quality and enthusiasm. So I am thrilled to be on again. Oh goodness, thank you so much. And for anybody, this seems even shocking to consider. But for anybody who is not familiar with you or your show, will you please introduce yourself? 
Uh, sure. Thank you. My name is Dan. Zer. I go by Dan Z. That's sort of my nom de plume. And uh, that I go by that name because Ed Dulles of the IndieCast, before I was a podcaster, I was a, a big, big, um, I, well, I'm still a big fan of his show, the IndieCast, but I, I wrote, emailed all the time and he started referring to me as Dan Z. It was easier than pronouncing the word Zare, I guess. But I am the host and uh, a brand d- director for Coffee with Kenobi, uh, a Star Wars podcast that analyzes the saga in a whole new way. We want to make you think about Star Wars. We want to make you laugh. Uh, we want to provide um, a safe, spoiler-free place for people to have intellectual fun conversations. I guess picture being in a coffee house with your with your good friends and talking some Star Wars. In addition to that, I also write for a website called StarWars.com. Uh, and I occasionally for IGN, and then uh, I am also the author of the upcoming The Star Wars book alongside my co-authors Pablo Hidalgo and Cole Horton. Yes, congratulations, and this is your first official Star Wars book, correct? It is, it is. Thank you. I, it's really kind of, and not kind of, it's a, a completely a dream come true, but it, it sure is. I got to tell you, the first time I saw it on Amazon.com, my jaw dropped, for sure. Because <laughs> I just, you know, as a little kid, you know, I always thought, wouldn't it be great if, and then, you know, you work hard, you're persistent, and good things happen. Yeah, and that's coming out, I believe, October 20th. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. And um, I hope, you know, hopefully this conversation goes well, of course, where you will be amenable to me inviting you back on the show to talk about it when it comes out. <laughs> of course, I would love to. Let's let's pencil it in right now. No, actually, let's put it in pen. Yes. Okay, I like it. Excellent. <laughs> Writing it down right now. Okay. Um, and I will also say that, you know, I am a particular fan of yours. And when I was about to get into Star Wars podcasting myself, yours is one of the podcasts that I listened to, you know, in great depth and detail and really dove in because I wanted to learn how to you know do this as good as possible. And I really did see you and Coffee with Kenobi as the cream of the crop. So this is also an honor for me to be able to, you know, do this and to ask these questions of you on a, a separate level as well. So, wow. Um, Kudos. Thanks, man. That's that's really, really kind words. I really appreciate that. So how did you get into Star Wars podcasting yourself? I mean, you mentioned uh, the IndieCast, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, tell me more. Tell me more. Sure, of course. Well, uh, before I was a teacher, because I am an educator during my day job, I, I well, I'm sorry, when I started becoming, a, when I was a teacher, my for my job where I work now, before I lived in the area, I commuted. So one of the things that passed the time during my commute was podcasting. And I was so drawn to the medium. I thought it was fascinating. At that time, there weren't a ton of podcasts out there, but they were they were really enriching because I thought, wow, you can Google or you can search for any topic that you're interested in and you can hear what's ostensibly a radio show that you control when you listen to it. And it comes out regularly. So, of course, I found the Force cast mm-hmm. and was a big fan of that when it first started. And then I listened to a bunch of other podcasts too, about baseball, about Disney, about sports, all kinds of things. I was a huge, and still am a huge fan of the Tony Kornheiser podcast. In fact, that's probably my favorite one. And he's a guy that works uh, out of ESPN. And I just had so much fun with it. Uh, conversely, I would email Ed from the IndieCast, and, and the first time he read one of my emails on the air, I was just, I couldn't believe that I was hearing my words come out of the radio in the car. <laughs> and I thought, what a cool feeling. What an exciting feeling. How cool it must it's cool to hear yourself, but it, I but I also thought how cool it must be to give this gift to people because it is a gift, right? When when you share 
uh, an MP3 or an email that someone shares with you that they they hope will be on the shelf and you read it, that's just that's empowering because you're giving people a voice. So it, it, a lot of things kind of co- coalesced at one time, but it, it's, essentially it was this. I wanted to have a podcast because I wanted to have a voice in fandom. I knew I had something to say. And more importantly, I wanted to give people the opportunity to share their thoughts and their feelings on as well. So as I was teaching, I, I was trying to figure out an angle. I was kind of slowly watching videos and teaching myself and reaching out to different podcasters and picking their brains and kind of figuring out how this whole medium works. And then uh, I my wife came home one day and said, hey, I, I really think you should meet my nephew. I think you really like him. Uh, his name is Corey. And she said, I was in his I was at their house today and, I, and Corey has an office and he gave us a tour. And he's got a Superman statue in his office. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. I would love to meet him. That's the kind of office I want. So what I did was uh, we met, uh, we instantly hit it off, and then I invited him to go to coffee, of all things. And before I left, I said to Deanna, my wife, I think I'm going to ask him to co-host a podcast with me because I thought that was really important to have someone to have that chemistry with. And she said, yeah, go for it. So. We did, and we were actually in Starbucks of all places, and I and I brought <laughs> up the idea. He was he was keen to it right away, so uh, we just kind of made a list of different podcasts, like what we thought we would want to do, how often it would be released. We talked about comics, we talked about film, we talked about popular culture, all kinds of things, and it always came back to Star Wars. And I said, why don't we just talk about Star Wars? And then we narrowed it down to when we were doing it, uh, how often it would be recorded. And then, boom, it was time to get started. Uh, and I was, you know, a teacher during my day job, as I mentioned. So I'm a planner. Uh, so I got, we went out for to lunch another day, and I brought a notebook, and he did two, and we just started brainstorming ideas and writing down like a dream guest list of who we wanted to have on or who we wanted to meet and all of those things. And then we sat down, recorded the show, and it took us mm, probably about 18 hours to record 20 minutes. <laughs> Because you know how it is, right? The, yes. the mics weren't working or they were picking up the other person or, you know, we were messing up or we, it wouldn't record and we changed our minds and blah, blah, blah. Of course, now, you know, 400 and some podcasts later, you're, you're kind of used to it. But there is certainly an, an interesting learning curve. But I can tell you what, as you know, it's um, it's extremely enriching and fun and, and helps you to be a part of this wonderful Star Wars community. And how long has it been now? How long have you been doing it? In May, it'll be seven years. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. congratulations and happy early anniversary. Well, thank you, sir. It, it has certainly been a great ride. A lot, lot of a, a lot of wonderful moments and memories, to be sure. So what would you say is your favorite thing about being a Star Wars podcaster? Hmm, I think, honestly, it's the community and being a part of that community, as, as I said I wanted to be. I wanted to have a voice. I wanted to provide people a voice, and I feel like Coffee with Kobe is one of many platforms where you can do that. Uh, you know, like like what you said earlier, which I really really means the world to me. When you hear people say that you know your your show is one of the shows that inspired me to get started, or was a template for me, that's great because my hope is that this will inspire people to want to put their own toes in the water of whatever fandom that is, whether it's Star Wars or the Marvel Cinematic Universe or comic books or anything, gardening. It doesn't really matter what it is. You know, I just want I want people to be empowered. When I was younger, I didn't have the self-confidence that I have now. And it was important for me to show people, hey, you know what? You can overcome fear. You can overcome adversity. You can overcome a lot of things because what you have 
is unique. In fact, that's one of the things that people always ask me is, hey, what can what can you do to, when you're going to start your own podcast? What is the secret? And it's, we, we're going to talk about this a little more later. But ultimately, what I tell people is what you have is what no one else has and you have yourself. You put yourself, be authentically you, put that on the shelf. And that's what people want to listen to. They, they want authenticity. They want someone who is real because what you have, no one else can offer. So I, I just tried to to put that out there and it's it's works well. I've met so many great people because of coffee with Kenobi and because of Star Wars, you know, online. And then, of course, as we mentioned, celebrations and you become lifelong actual friends. Um, it's pretty great. Uh, also, being invited to premieres isn't terrible either <laughs> no it is not i imagine i have not had the pleasure yet but hopefully one of these days it'll happen um yes. they, maybe 2022 if they you know manage to keep the uh the dates on the calendar which i hope they do that, w- that would be great <laughs> i'll save you a seat thank you uh so a side question if i may you know you mentioned yeah. the the question of self-confidence and i wonder how much your day job, as you refer to it, as being an educator, you know, factors into that because that's a position where you're in front of young minds on a daily basis and having to perform in a certain kind of fashion. And, you know, how does that help you or did that help you with your self-confidence and being able to put yourself out there and, you know, express yourself in a public fashion? Oh, sure. Well, that's, no, that's an excellent question. Uh, Fortunately, long before I was a teacher, I I had started to figure it out. In fact, when I was in college, uh, the earlier parts of high school, I was much more reserved than I was when I when I graduated from high school. In fact, I was probably a class clown. It's fair to say. Mm. And then uh, as and in, in college, um, I eventually found out that you could go to Disney World and get college credit. And when I when I ah. took that job and I moved to Florida to be a, a Walt Disney World cast member, it like changed something inside of me. It just it gave me the confidence and this belief in who I was and it was okay to be different or unique or silly or smart or whatever and just just have fun and embrace life, embrace your humanity, embrace who you are, you know, mistakes and all. And so then eventually when I became a teacher, thank goodness I, I had kind of started to figure that lesson out and get that self-confidence that I think is is essential. And because, as you said, you can't be in front of students, especially because I teach high school seniors. Mm-hmm. Right? So that that can be a, a challenging thing. But honestly, it's it's the best job in the world. I absolutely love it so much. I miss seeing my students for sure when when we're not actually in session in the building. And so that helped. In fact, teaching is what helped shape the voice and direction of coffee with Kenobi because I was sitting there teaching in a roundtable critical thinking discussion, and there were certain points that were being brought up, and I thought, you know what, this is how I need to analyze Star Wars. I love analyzing literature and talking about it, and you know, hosting a podcast is is similar to leading a classroom discussion, although it's one to one versus one to thirty, mm-hmm. and I thought this this is the way to go, and the two have have built upon one another and and brought both of my professions into a whole different level. I love that. Thank you very much for that additional. I appreciate of that. Of course. My pleasure. These are great questions. It's like you've done this before. <laughs> Once or twice, maybe. <laughs> so where do you record your podcast? So when I started, it was honestly wherever I could find a quiet place in the house. My 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 little one was uh, 
he was born a month before I started my first show. Oh, wow. Uh, that was great. And so now, of course, he's been on the show with me multiple times. So I, I went, we had an unfinished basement at the time, and I went downstairs with my laptop and my little karaoke microphone, and I sat in a red recliner <laughs> in an unfinished room, hoped there wasn't an echo, and I just hit record. There were times I'd record in our new bathroom. I would go out in the car in the garage and record in the in the car itself because the acoustics were great. Mm-hmm. And then over time and, uh, and you know, building and building this brand and this show, I was able to get better equipment. We ended up finishing our basement and I built the studio inside our basement. It's really, really nice. In fact, um, Patreon supporters can see I've got a tour of my CWK office slash studio full of collections and uh, all kinds of different memorabilia from 1978 all the way to the present. Mm. And so that that is where I do the show. I've got a, a nice mixer, um, a preamp, uh, a nice microphone, audio technica, and I do it down here in the studio. In fact, that's where I am right now. Gotcha. Yeah. What is it about a car and the acoustics in there? That's... Oh, isn't it great? I know. It really is. <laughs> I've I've had to do the show in a car I'll say half a dozen times myself sure. and yeah it's it's startling even you know soundproofing yeah which you know it's not like I have a luxury car or anything like that and it's you know very noisy when when you drive but man when it's parked it's I mean you couldn't do better if you know all the walls were covered in foam it's ridiculous it's very true it's very true and that actually that was subconsciously some of the inspiration for building the studio here ah excellent so i think you've touched on this a little bit already and i'll ask you to expand on it um what do you draw on for inspiration for your podcast there there's a lot of things that i think are inspiring i mean uh, over almost three years ago Corey stepped away from the mic and of course he's still very much regular on our patreon show and we talk all the time but it just got to be something where he wanted to pull away and just focus more on his family so I didn't know how to replace him, and I ultimately decided decided not to replace him, but to just have a, a rotating bevy of guests, and they are who inspire me. They're one of the people that inspire me because different people bring different perspectives. I'm not always going to agree with what everyone says, but there's always something that they have to bring to the table that I haven't thought of before, mm. and that's inspiring and exciting, and it helps me open my mind to other points of view, which I think is how you get good quality conversation continually rolling. Also, seeing the in the comments and the reactions from people um, when they have an opinion on something or when they are very kind and receptive to something that you put out there, I think that's also inspiring as well. And when it comes to Star Wars, it's it's George Lucas and what he created, this, this wonderful mythology that keeps us coming back for more. I mean, I used to hear all the time, what could you possibly talk about each week? <laughs> you know, I'm sure you've heard that too, right? It's with The Daily Show. Yep. And – and I just say, well, I mean, there's so much. There's, you know, 40 plus years of movies and books and and behind the scenes stuff and magazines and comic books and just collectibles. There's just so much. I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. And that's inspiring to me. And also, quite honestly, it is a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. It is a way for me to put kind of gather my thoughts, put them together. One of the best ways to learn about something is to write about it or to teach about it. And both of those things happen when I prepare for the shows. So that is also inspiring as well, because going back again and again to this mythology, this rich mythology, and seeing the different ways it's inspired other 
mythologies or the way it was inspired by mythologies that came before it, I think that's invigorating as well. Anytime you can take something and continue to find riches in it, I think that is inspiring in and of itself. And also, my family is inspiring to me for this because without them, without my wife especially, I don't have the time to do this or, you know, or the blessing to do this. And I think that's great. So in many ways, the better I make this show, the, the more I'm saying to my family, you know what, you gave me this time, I'm going to make you proud. And we're going to take this in exciting places. And we're all going to share in the enjoyment of it together. I mean, when I went to the premiere of The Rise of Skywalker, I got to take my wife and I got to introduce her to Harrison Ford. I mean, that that's about as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. It is. And I you know, remember seeing the photos for the first time that you posted and was just so happy for you. And um, I was thinking about a, a conversation I heard with um, Pete Holmes and John Mulaney. And um, they described something where um, something incredible happened for one of them. And the, you know, the other one said just very briefly, pure envy. And, le- and left it at that. And like it was just an acknowledgement of the moment of, wow, like I would have liked to have been there myself, but I'm so happy for you that you got to have that experience that they completely wipes it all away. Like I was smiling like an idiot <laughs> when I saw you post the picture and like, oh, this happened. And it's a picture of you and Harrison Ford. And I was like, this is everything that I want for Star Wars fans and for people who make this kind of investment in this story, this mythology, this franchise, and all of the incredible stories that are told, like that, you, the fact that you got to have that experience is everything that I want for every Star Wars fan. And um, I feel like it was a, a culmination event for you, if I may put that on you. <laughs> no, I think that, you know what, what you said, that is another thing that inspires me because you know, I've I've been asked often, you know, when you're doing the show, you've had, you know, some some success and cool things happen. How do people treat you? People treat me great because <laughs> I I I believe that respect is reciprocal. And that just shows me that, you know, this is why I love this community, because I, for the most part, I mean, I'm sure there were a couple of bad apples here and there, but that's why God made the mute button on Twitter, didn't he? Yes. Um, so, you, <laughs> you, you know, we're, we're happy for each other because we build each other up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I sincerely want people to feel like I'm bringing them along for the ride. And so hearing your interpretation of that story had me grinning from ear to ear, too, because I got to re- relive it through your eyes. It gave you joy, right? Mm-hmm. And there was, it was it was authentic joy. And Corey and other people that, that saw the same thing there, they were so excited for me, and they felt like they were part of the experience. And that's what I want. I want people to feel like we are 100% in this together and – this is something that is fun for me, but it's also fun to, for people to feel like they're a part of the process because we all are, right? We're, we're all the people that care about this stuff. We love it. Mm-hmm. We could all sit and talk about it for hours and days, and we have. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's – I'm really happy that it, that it affected you that way. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. So – um, tell me about uh, other podcasts that you enjoy, um, whether Star Wars or not Star Wars. And I'll caveat it at the beginning to say that uh, for anybody who's listening who has a Star Wars podcast and might be concerned if Dan doesn't mention you, 
Um, don't take it personally. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done this uh, particular uh, format of interview a few times, and sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want to forget anyone. And, you know, so nobody take it personally. Dan's on the spot, okay? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, fortunately, I eat pressure for breakfast, so that's fine. Oh, um, oh all right. <laughs> I, what I, my students always ask me about that. Do I feel pressure? No, I say Lou Pinella, former Cubs manager, of course, manager of other franchises as well, said pressure is for people who aren't prepared. Mm. Right. Right. And if, if you put yourself in a position yeah. um, and doing these things, you know, then hopefully you will rise to the challenge. Here's what I will say there are a lot of great Star Wars podcasts out there. There are so many. There's so many to count. I can't even name them. But I'm sure if you watch who I interact with and who coffee with Kenobi interacts with on Twitter, you get a sense of, of who some of some of my favorites are. Non-Star Wars, though, uh, Ed Dawson, the IndyCast, which I mentioned. I mean, it is Star Wars, but of course I love Full of Sith. And those guys have all, and ladies have always been great to me. Uh, I love the Tony Kornheiser show. I listen to a Cubs podcast. I think WDW Radio with Lumangelo is about as good as it gets. I think he's great. He's, he's, a, he's definitely an inspiration to me for how he, he's built his community as well. And then naturally, because I do another podcast looking at Lucasfilm with Jim Hill and Jim Hill Media, those are all great shows too. Drew fine tuning with Drew Taylor, of course, I love to tease Drew and 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 for all kinds of fun reasons. But he is great, and they talk about Pixar and Disney and the animation side of things. Marvelous Disney with Aaron Adams, those are all great ones as well. Uh, there's just there's just a ton of them. Uh, what Scott Murray did with Assembly of Geeks and um, Comic Book Central was great. Obviously, I love. Everybody was a member of the Coffee with Kenobi Network, Matt and Jeff from Star Wars Flash Page, and Aaron and David from from Star Wars Reactions, and then Legends Library, Lachis with Leia, Amy, Andrea. Those are all great ones as well. Excellent. So what would you say, in your opinion, is the secret to a great Star Wars podcast? Hmm. I, I'm so tempted. So I'm so it's so instinctual for me to, to always say, what do you think? But it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly, that's a good question. I think it's the same. And I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I think because when I started coffee with Kobe, there were maybe 25, 30 stars podcasts. And now they're what, over 800? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I mean, honestly. So the secret to a great stars podcast is to provide something that no one else has, and that is you. You put yourself in there. You put your own personality, your own interests, your own perspective, your own way of looking at things and analyzing and dissecting or laughing about it and having fun. I think you take the subject matter seriously, but you don't take yourself so seriously, and then it kind of loosens you up. You know, I, I never feel pressured to, to put out the show because to me, whether one person is listening or you know, 50,000 people are listening or, or wherever the no arbitrary number is, I'm still going to be the same. I'm still going to be myself. And, you know, you hope that's good enough, but that's all I have. That's all I can do is be Dan's there. So to me, that is something that I think helps. I mean, I also think that some stars podcasts fall into the habit of overproducing the show. And, and that's great and it's fun, but there's a couple of things there. One, the more you put of yourself in there, the better it will be. And two, the more stuff you put in there, the more you're on the risk of getting the attention of the Disney lawyers. And that's not a good thing either. So mm. you want to be you want to be very, very cognizant of that. Now, that's just kind of random advice. But ultimately, again, a great stars podcast is one that the guests are or the hosts are, are kind. 
uh, authentically want to build the Star Wars community. They're not in it for their own self-interest, but more to help be a voice and be a guiding light in this Star Wars fandom and authentically be yourselves. I love that answer. Thank you very much. And even acknowledging the Disney lawyer situation, I've always had that feeling of Lando describing the Cloud City operation to Han just before the betrayal about, you know, it keeping it as a small operation and trying to avoid the eyes of the Empire. And, you know, I don't mean to portray Disney or Lucasfilm in that fashion, but you you do kind of have that sense. I mean, I certainly had when I started out where, you know, okay, the domain was SW7X7. I didn't want Star Wars to be the domain of the website because right. I was afraid that somebody would come knocking on the door. That's that's wise. I mean, and they've always been wonderful to me, but I just, I'm also cognizant it's better to be proactive than to be reactive. And, you know, you have to be smart. I mean, Lu- Lucasfilm and Disney are extremely generous and, and gracious with fans, but it's also a business. It's how they feed their families, and you have to protect your brand Mm-hmm. And you know that's just common. That's just good, good practice, best practice, really. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent agree. All right, last question, sort of a two-parter. Uh, what would you say is your biggest Star Wars podcasting achievement so far, and your greatest ambition for the podcast in the future? Wow, um, I I don't know. I mean, there, there's it's hard to sort of. As for, I'll answer the second one first. My greatest ambition for the podcast is to continue to grow, it, to continue to push the boundaries of what a podcast can do, to continue to uh, hopefully be a guiding light for people, to inspire them to start their own blog or business venture or podcast or social media following or what have you, and uh, to just I don't know just to continue to be who we are I I never really pinned someone said to me after I went to the solo premiere and this kind of ties into my biggest podcasting achievement so far um I'll try I'm sort of roundabout answering this but there's a lot there's a lot that goes into this Mm -hmm. uh I went to the solo premiere was my first Star Wars movie premiere it was a dream come true when I started the show we made a list of 10 people that we wanted to have on the show or to meet I've met all of them Ah, and one the first name that I wrote down was George Lucas, and Corey said to me, "George Lucas, I mean, well, of course that's easy, but we're never going to meet him." And I thought, "Well, why not?" Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, why not? Now, it was it, I was fortunate; it was a one in a million shot. I got to talk to him for about thirty seconds, but it was thirty seconds with George Lucas, and I got to thank him, and mm-hmm. that was great. And the only reason that happened is because. I had to be right. And the same thing with Harrison. You know, I, I met Harrison Ford as we talked about at the Rise of Skywalker. And that was a good five to ten minute conversation with someone who doesn't uh, historically like to chit chat. <laughs> yes. That's and right. when, it, when I was leading up to that moment, uh, was I nervous? Of course I was. But in my mind, I thought, you know what? I will look more back on this with so much regret if I don't seize this opportunity. And I'm going to. And I just. I just calmed myself down, which didn't take me very long because I just knew that this was a great once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I wasn't going to blow it. And we chatted, and we talked about teaching. We talked about all kinds of things. We talked about the state of writing in America, and it was so great. And when it was done, you know, I got to introduce him to my wife. We got some pictures together, 
And I looked over at my wife and I said, I just met Harrison Ford. And tears just started streaming down my face mm-hmm. uh, because and I, I wasn't sad. Of course, I was just so happy and just so felt so incredibly blessed that God put me in that position. And I, it was just it was great. I mean, it, it was great. But the reason that happened was because of the steps I did to get to that point, you know, uh, being positive online, not 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 having silly conversations that lead to arguments, as I said Yes, you should disagree, but don't be disagreeable. Mm-hmm. I think, I think there's there's a certain wisdom in trying to find pearls in everything people say, unless they're just flat out being pejorative and trying to pick a fight. But again, I, I rarely have run into that because I just don't put that out there. You're never going to see me uh, finding something negative online that someone says and quoting that tweet and and making the comment on it. You're never going to see that happen because to me, for me personally, I don't put that in the universe, and conversely, I don't get it back. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, it makes so, a ton of sense. Yes, thank you, thank you. And then so there's so the, those things. I've I've been to Lucasfilm four different times. I've been to Rancho Obi Wan multiple times. I've become good friends with Steve Sansweet. I I got to write a book with Pablo Hidalgo and Cole Horton. Um, I can text Leland Chi or Matt Martin whenever I have a question about something. Uh, you know, seeing my name on stars.com is still a thrill. There's so many things, but let me go back to what I originally started saying about this about this question. My son, after I met George, said, "Well, seriously, what else is there? I mean, you you met George <laughs> Lucas, you've been to a premiere. What else is there?" And I said, "You know what? I don't know, but I don't. I'm not going to put a limit on it. I I don't. Even from the first day of this, I never had like a great ambition or goal. I just thought I'm just going to be myself, put myself out there, and expect good things to happen. Only." If I am prepared, if I'm patient, if I'm polite, and I, I think if you treat yourself like a professional and carry yourself like a professional, then professional opportunities come your way. Brilliant. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing all of these experiences and, and you know, philosophies and thoughts and considerations that you've had over the years. And I know the depth that you're speaking with right now, like that's invested in the episodes of Coffee with Kenobi too. And so for anybody listening who wants to go deeper with you and with Coffee with Kenobi, where should they go to look for you online? Well, thank you again. Thank you so much uh, for asking me these questions and having me on the show. It It's really great. And I love, again, what you are doing with, with the Star Wars community and how you're building all of us up and you're, and you're putting this the spotlight on other people and, it just it's reflected uh, in your love of people and your love of Star Wars and and so thank you for that. This is becoming quite the mutual admiration society. <laughs> oh man! Well, from day one, of course, brother. <laughs> uh, as far as coffee with Kenobi goes, you can find me anywhere. You can find podcasts. You can find you can find coffee with Kenobi on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. We have a Patreon page. You can find my writing on stars.com, Sometimes on IGN. You can talk to me personally on Twitter, online at, at Mr. Zare, M-R-Z-E-H-R. You can email me, danz at coffeewithkenobi.com. And please pre-order the Star Wars book on Amazon.com. Yes, coming out October 20th. I was just listening to a conversation of yours. A first, explain this to me if you don't mind. Uh, a fir- sure. Was it a first printing that sold out on pre-order and your yeah. your own mother missed out on it? That's true. Yeah, we... Uh... <laughs> It went live on Amazon. I, I had a sense of when it was going to go live, so I, I of course hit refresh more than is 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 healthy probably. <laughs> and then uh, it popped up, and so I I went to work 
promoting it on social media. And then the next day I went to look at it again and it, and it was not available for purchase. And I thought, oh my gosh. So apparently the sort of the first round of pre-orders sold out. You know, so I don't, I'm not really sure how that all works in publishing. I'm certainly new to some of this. Mm. Um, but then the next day it came back again. So my mom was able to get a copy. She kept saying, can't you just contact them since I'm your mother? And I said, don't worry, we'll get you a copy. I promise. <laughs> and of course, I mean, you would be able to get her one, I would imagine, no trouble at all. But how sweet that she wanted to be able to order it for herself. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I mean, she, from the get-go, I remember her taking me to toy stores or taking me to see Star Wars. We tried multiple times back in the in late 1977, early 1978, and it was always sold out. But she kept trying to get us back there, and we finally did. And then, you know, she really opened Pandora's box. But uh, <laughs> she was she's always she's always the the enabler with love, and I you know I I wouldn't be where I am with that without that. Well, I cannot think of a finer way to end the show, so I'm not going to try my luck. <laughs> Thank you, Dan, so much for sharing these stories with me. Thank you so much for joining me on Star Wars 7x7. I really appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure, brother. Thank you again so very much, and keep up the great work. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.